But today, I want to talk with us about curiosity, a sense of inquisitiveness, wonder, ready to figure things out, a desire to know more. And when it comes to life, people, challenges, opportunities, change, how's your level of curiosity? Because, see, I believe that a spirit of curiosity can actually be one of our greatest assets in life. It can become a driving force within us that helps us have some of our most life-defining moments and personal breakthroughs. And it often brings with it a sense of wisdom and perspective. Many people would have seen apples fall from trees and yet it was the sense of curiosity that caused Sir Isaac Newton to ask the question, why? I mean, a sense of curiosity, we're all born with it. And no matter how old we are, we still have a bit of it in our life. I mean, you you only need to watch someone walk past a wet paint sign without wanting to touch it to know that we've all still got a bit of curiosity within us. But I believe that it's too easy along life's journey to lose our sense of curiosity, wonder and imagination and have it replaced with a a spirit of indifference, over-caution, dogma, or even worse, a spirit of meh. And it's so sad because when we lose our sense of curiosity, life can become pretty grey and very boring very quickly. We need to keep our sense of curiosity and not allow a sense of meh to creep in, especially in our spiritual journey. Nah, I've read that verse before. Nah, I've prayed like that before. Nah, I was in a life group once. Nah, I've heard a sermon like that before. It was Albert Einstein who once said, One cannot help but be in awe when he contemplates the mysteries of eternity, of life, of the marvellous structure of reality. It's enough if one tries merely to comprehend a little of this mystery every day. Never lose a holy curiosity. And I really want to encourage you with that thought this morning, church. Never lose a holy curiosity. And my heart today is to reignite a sense of curiosity, reignite a sense of inquisitiveness, wonder, ready to figure things out, ready to know more about who God is and what God has in store for our lives. So I've called this message today, Stay Spiritually Curious. Because I believe that a spirit of curiosity can not only enlarge our everyday life, but it can empower our relationship with God as well. It has the potential to help us see new things in God 
experience new things with God, learn new things about God, and be used in new ways by God. I mean, you think about it. It was a spirit of curiosity that caused Moses to investigate that burning bush. And we all know how that story ended up. It was a spirit of curiosity that caused David to ask, who is this man Goliath and what's the reward for taking him down? And it was a spirit of curiosity that was in Zacchaeus that caused him to climb that sycamore tree to find out more about who Jesus was. And it's his story that I want to look at today. Because I believe that there's a lot that we can learn about the story of Zacchaeus and his spiritual curiosity that can help us in our journey today as well. And his story is recorded in Luke chapter 19, verse 1 to 10. It says, Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through. A man was there by the name of Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector and was wealthy. He wanted to see who Jesus was. But because he was short, he could not see over the crowd. And so he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore fig tree to see him since Jesus was coming that way. When Jesus reached the spot, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, come down immediately. I must stay at your house today. So he came down at once and welcomed him gladly. All the people saw this and began to mutter. He's going to be the guest of a sinner. But Zacchaeus stood up. And said to the Lord, look, Lord, here and now I give half of my possessions to the poor. And if I have cheated anybody out of anything, I will pay back four times the amount. Jesus said to him, today salvation has come to this house because this man too is a son of Abraham. For the son of man came to seek and to save the lost. Whenever I read this story, I can always see Three things that can happen in our life when we stay spiritually curious. And the first thing I see, by staying spiritually curious, it can cause us, number one, to break free from the crowd. Verse three, he wanted to see who Jesus was. In other words, Zacchaeus had obviously heard about Jesus. There was something about Jesus that he knew, but he'd not yet personally met him. He'd not yet had a personal encounter with Jesus. He wanted to see who Jesus was. But being a short man, he could not because of the crowd. And see, I believe that there's many people who are just like Zacchaeus, hearing about Jesus, but not yet having a personal encounter with him. Wanting to know who Jesus is and yet having a crowd holding them out. I remember when I started my journey of following Jesus in May of 1997. I had a crowd that were trying to hold me out too. I had the, we don't want you to change Dino crowd. That was a crowd that would say things to me like, yeah, it's good that you go to church, Dino. Need a bit of God in your life. Try and sort you out a bit. But don't take it too seriously. We don't want you to change too much. Then I had the bad experience crowd. They're the other ones that would say to me, oh, you be careful, Dino. 
I had a friend's uncle, nephew, who went to church once. All they want is your money. Isn't it funny how the people who seem to attend church the least seem to know the most of what happens here? It's always amazed me. Then I had the mocking crowd. Ah, oh, look out, Dino's become a devil dodger. Don't swear, Andino. God will God will get you. But despite the noise of the crowd around me, nothing could quench that sense of curiosity within me. Not just to know about Jesus, but to really know him, to have a personal encounter with him. And I want to encourage you too, church, never allow a crowd to hold you back from encountering Jesus and knowing Jesus. Never allow a crowd to hold you back from everything that God has got in store from you. Maybe your crowd could be family trying to hold you back. Maybe it's workmates. It could even be well-meaning Christian friends who don't quite understand the journey that God has got you on. Whoever it is, I want to encourage you, never allow the crowd to quench your spiritual curiosity. Number two, not only does it help us break free from the crowd, the second thing by staying spiritually curious, it can cause us to, number two, overcome our challenges. Verse three, he wanted to see who Jesus was, but because he was short, he could not see over the crowd. So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore fig tree to see him since Jesus was coming that way. I love that Zacchaeus sense of spiritual curiosity. It created a a drive within him to become curious about how to overcome the challenges that were stopping him from meeting with Jesus. It says in verse 4 that he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore tree. In other words, he literally went out on a limb to get closer to Jesus. I tell you, church, when we choose to get out on a limb and get closer to Jesus, man, that's when we get a different perspective on life. Not only do we encounter Jesus for ourselves, but we view the world in a whole different way. I remember when our kids were little. Now they're 15, 12 and 10, but when they were little, there was things that I didn't want them to play with or put in their mouth or whatever. And I'd, I'd put those things on top of the fridge to keep out of harm's reach. And occasionally Nerida would say to me, where's that, that thing that she was looking for? And I'd say, oh, it's on top of the fridge. And she'd say, well, I can't see on top of the fridge. <laughs> then I'd get down at her level and it's true. From her height, you can't see on top of the fridge. In fact, everything looked very different from that, that perspective. And my point is, is not that it's good to be tall, but my point is, is that when you look at the world from a different perspective, you see so much more. And I want to encourage you, church, allow God to change your perspective on life, on people, on change, on opportunity, on challenge. Allow God to change your perspective because God is always wanting to lift our vision, lift our attitude, lift the way we speak, lift the way we view the world and view him. 
And by staying spiritually curious, we can do that and get that new perspective on life. And the third thing that I see, by staying spiritually curious, it can cause us, number three, to have a life-changing experience. Look, Lord, here and now, I give half of my possessions to the poor. And if I've cheated anybody out of anything, I will pay back four times the amount. Jesus said to him, today salvation has come to this house because this man too is the son of Abraham. For the son of man has come to seek and to save the lost. The end result of Zacchaeus' spiritual curiosity was that his whole life was transformed from self-centeredness to generous, from unethical to honest, from despised to welcomed, and from lost to found. And we might not always know where our decisions to follow Jesus is going to take us or what changes are going to happen within us. But one thing we do know is that by staying spiritually curious and choosing to follow Jesus, we will experience life and life to the full. But that journey, just like Zacchaeus, our journey too starts by accepting Jesus' invitation for our life. Verse 5 says, When Jesus reached the spot, He looked up and said to Zacchaeus, come down immediately. I must stay at your house today. And the Bible says that Zacchaeus accepted that invitation and welcomed Jesus gladly. I wonder this morning, what's Jesus' invitation for your life today? Maybe for you, the the invitation could be, come all you who are wearied and burdened and I'll give you rest. Maybe it's the invitation for you is, it's time to step out of the boat. Maybe it's, come drink of my water and you'll never thirst again. Or maybe Jesus' invitation for you is, come follow me. Lose your life for me and my kingdom. And then you'll really find it. And if that's you, we are going to include you in a prayer shortly. But before we get to that prayer, I want to encourage you to wrestle with some questions this week. Wrestle with some thoughts of what can spark curiosity within you. Number one is do I still have a spirit of curiosity or is a spirit of dogma or even worse, a spirit of meh crept in? I mean, when was the last time that you really were inquisitive, wondering, ready to figure out, wanting to know more about a parable or a promise or, or a, a sermon or a verse in the Bible, just really wanting what's in this God? I want to know more. Second question, have I allowed different crowds to hold me back 
from experiencing the fullness of God. Never let a crowd hold you back. And number three, what's the invitation that Jesus has given me? How have I responded to that? Am I responding to Jesus' invitation in my heart with welcomeness and gladness? And like I mentioned before, maybe Jesus' invitation for you today is come, follow me. And if that is you today, I want to pray for you. I want to pray that this is going to be the start of your journey of not just knowing about Jesus, but really knowing him, hearing his voice, being led by him, experiencing his goodness on your life. I want to ask everyone just to close your eyes for a moment as we pray. Father, I want to thank you for your goodness towards us. God, I want to thank you how close you are to us. And Jesus, I want to thank you for your invitation toward us today. I pray, Holy Spirit, that you open hearts and open minds ready to receive what you have for us. And God, I pray for those this morning that are feeling a sense of being called towards you. I pray for a sense of of welcomeness and gladness towards that invitation, ready to move immediately upon that sense of you calling us. And Father, I thank you for all that you have in store for us, the blessing, the favour, the joy that you have in store for those who choose to accept your invitation. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen.